Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Conspiracy, the show, with your hosts, Adam Todd Brown and Connor McSpadden. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Conspiracy, the show. I'm Adam Todd Brown. I'm Connor McSpadden. What's up, Adam? You timed the, the, the drinking of the water better this time. I became very cognizant of it, remembering the fiasco that was the previous eight episodes. This whole whole podcast is a learning process. It really We're is. We're figuring it out as we go. Me and Adam got some pretty hot chit-chat out of the way. We probably should have saved for the top of the show. Oh, it'll be in the outtakes. Oh, okay, nice. Most of it. Yeah. If there's anything to... Do you want me to leave the, <laughs> the N-word story in? <laughs> Well, I don't. I don't even know what you're talking about. I actually like. I feel like I can't leave it in now, just because it would be more fun to put that teaser out there. Something we have on Mean Boys is something called the Black File, where it's just things that are not fit for air. And we're like, well, if we ever make like ten thousand dollars on the Patreon, we'll just drop that bad boy, uh, which yeah. includes a game that someone sent in uh, called Emo Lyric or Suicide Note, <laughs> where where the last suicide note had been posted uh, like forty minutes before he sent the game over. <laughs> And we like we're going through it, and I'm like I read it. I'm like, oh, it's a funny idea. Let's all play along. And then as as it progresses, we're all just like, this is this is really bad, and, <laughs> and the human beings are suffering. <laughs> they were just like regular people's suicide. Notes? Yeah, it was all like you know from like forums and shit, and like you know exit bag tutorial like sites, and it was just ugh, it was an, it was a rough time. As awful as that sounds, I feel like it makes a good segue into our topic today because we're. We're going from that to this is almost a drop down to make fun of 9-11. We're yeah. not making fun of 9-11. No, so there's nothing funny about it yet. Yeah, nothing yet. Not Another four or five years and it's going to be, you know. Yeah, we'll give it 45 hat. minutes for this podcast to be over. There'll be plenty <laughs> funny about it. Yeah, 9-11 is one of those conspiracies I've always been afraid to dig. It's similar to the reason where I'm like, I can only watch like two different animes uh, at a time because I can't be the anime guy. I just can't be the 9-11 guy. I can't be the guy that's got a mohawk and thinks that, you know, that there was thermite in the basement. Right. You do have the mohawk, though. I do, yeah. I did, so, I did get a very ill-advised mohawk. Yeah. Is it was, it, well, how did that happen? Was it, was it, was, it a podcast thing? It was just hot, and I was impul- oh. feeling impulsive, and I was like, you know what? I had a mohawk when I was younger. I don't, ha- I don't need to be... I don't need to look any particular way for the foreseeable future, you know? Why not just... Uh, let my freak flag fly, and then I got it, and I looked in the mirror, and I was like, I'm fucking 24. This and then is- you, you doubled down on it with the tank top today. Yeah, well, this is, uh, <laughs> this is, this is the around-the-house, like, abusive stepdad look that I'm usually, usually rocking. Cameras are off. We're doing this early in the morning, by which yeah. I mean 11 a.m., <laughs> and uh, <laughs> this, this is pretty much how I'm, how I, the, the look I have anytime I don't need to uh, be a, like, you know... Uh, interacting in society in any right. meaningful way. Yeah. yeah. And I, I just always look great, so it doesn't matter. You do. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, Adam, you look consistent. Yeah. You, you got yeah. a brand. It's because I own like three pairs of pants. I walk out. I walked out on the porch the other day like this. My, my roommate, Opie, goes like, you look like a black stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a, like a black uncle at a barbecue. And I was like, oh, that's... That's I, pretty accurate. It feels cool for me. Yeah. Yeah. So, happy 9-11, everybody. Happy 9-11, guys. It is the NFL's favorite holiday today. <laughs> Is it what is the, the NFL's favorite holiday? I don't follow football. Do they do a lot of nine eleven oh, shit? The NFL is super duper into the military and patriotism. Okay, probably because they're both the same general principle. You're sending your young children off to die in a very violent war under the flimsy for the, pretext, right? For yeah. the benefit of rich white people to help the, you know stop the spread of a, a system of government that more or less died in like 1994. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, we're talking about 9/11. This episode comes out on 9/11. We're uh we're talking about 9/11 conspiracies ranked from the least to most believable. Yeah, Adam has put together a uh he's triaged 
you know the uh the the fucking veracity of these uh of these claims yeah and i i should add this is this is my ranking it doesn't necessarily reflect the opinion of connor he may disagree on the believability of some of these i may yeah i'm 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 always just maybe it's maybe it's optimism but i'm always inclined to just be like nah, you know what it probably just uh get the official story i want to believe the official story you know it's well of... with 9-11 especially because yeah. the official story is way more comforting than almost any other story yeah there's like the, there's no other alternative beyond. And the, by the way, the official story includes uh, you know the president being handed a folder that was like they're going to do nine eleven and he was like ah <laughs> exactly yeah yeah that's one of the foreknowledge. These is kids got to learn the, about goats. <laughs> is, is foreknowledge is one of the categories of conspiracy theories about nine eleven and I didn't even put that one on there because it's really obvious. Like yeah. Someone knew, like they even if they didn't know that day it was going to happen, they knew this shit was coming. So yeah, that's yeah, that's part of the official record. Sad times. Let's talk about the least believable theory, though. Let's jump right in to it. People have barbecues and cookouts to get to today. Let's talk <laughs> about the no planes theory. This is one. Have you seen this video before? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It is. If you base your opinion just on this video, which if you go out, take on a look at this rare super slow motion video YouTube. You'll find the video that hit the South. Let me pause World it for a second. It's called "Holographic Planes Used on 9/11," and what it is those is those are rarer than a regular plane. So <laughs> exactly. you'll, you'll get a rare plane in, in every pack, but every four packs you'll get a, a holographic plane. <laughs> In this video, uh, when you watch it, it does look weird because it's a slow motion video of the second plane flying into the World Trade Center. Yeah. And what the guy points out on 9-11-2001, take a really close look because there are two impossibilities I'm going to show you here. Okay. This video was allegedly is... shot by Michael Herzakani, a diamond merchant based in Los Angeles. California. I looked that up. That is true. Michael Herzakani did the shoot this video. A diamond merchant. A We're in downtown. He's probably minutes away. With a yeah. steel facade with reinforced concrete Yeah, we should have got him on the podcast. 47 steel support beams. A jet's wing can't slice through a steel building like a hot knife through butter. How do you but know? That's the story the news media well, wants us I don't, to believe. Jets go and pretty most fast. Are yeah, believing this hoax. They're incredibly heavy. There's a, a property of matter, probably that's you know but says that yeah. that'll work. I yeah. forget which one it is off the top of my fact, head. <laughs> I can't believe it took me over twelve years. To this see. is the. Let me show you a still of this video. I've highlighted a building that's clearly behind the South World Trade Center tower. Yet when we pay close attention to the video. Flight 175's wing should appear in front of the building, not behind it. This is a layering CGI glitch, and this proves that this video, which was seen all over the world, over and over and over again, this guy sounds so convinced. Year, yeah, is a CGI rendering. Thus, it's not an amateur witness video. It's a fake. And all right. Well, like one of the things is you always hope like people like look into things and try to spot inconsistencies but it's like do you really think that you're gonna sit down one one night with a monster energy drink and fire up the adobe after effects and be like oh shit of course you know like yeah if this if this was legit someone else would have spotted it along because this guy even says at the beginning it took 12 years yeah and but since this video has come out this this video has spread and people have used it a lot Mm -hmm. To and it does look weird on the surface because when you watch the video from that angle, it looks like the building that he's referring to is behind the World Trade Center. Yeah, and when the plane flies up, it looks like the wing disappears behind that building, so it does look fake as shit. But there is uh, there's another video also. The, well, there's a second video. I don't know if we need to watch all of this. Because Hummel just happened to be talking to his producer's wife, Teresa Rennell, at the time of the second alleged plane strike. I love Instead how authoritative Gumbel, these people Rennell always sound. Oh yeah, and it all and it's always with a bad microphone that clearly came with the Xbox headset. So his argument here is that she's being coached through. Explosion! Right, God, it's right in the middle. 
Mom, leave the pizza rolls by the door. Yeah. I'm exposing. Yeah. Right in the middle of the building. And right now, that, yes, that was definitely looked like it was on purpose. Since there was no real jet yeah, I can't. crashing, they needed to create a lot of I cannot of fuck with that microphone this guy's using. I'm very sorry. Yeah. But here's the thing. This has been thoroughly debunked. And uh, the reason it's it's debunked, that building is actually way, way, way in front of the World Trade Center. Yeah, this guy just had his like map upside down. <laughs> yeah, it was just like it's from that particular video, that perspective makes it look like the building is behind it. Yeah. But there's – if you research it – I don't know why I didn't put it in the links. But if you uh, go out on YouTube, you'll find there's another video where they show a side angle – of that view and you see the building in question which is two or three blocks in front of the world trade center Mm -hmm. so there were fucking planes probably at least at the world trade center well yeah and i like that they're saying holograms when what they meant was like you know video editing (laughs) well there there is actually oh that's there are people that think that they like you know yeah there's one video that i i linked to but it's like 45 minutes long so it like we can't watch it all, yeah. but it's an old retired Navy or Air Force guy talking about yeah. Because pe- like, people in their sixties know a lot about holograms. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Once someone like you see an old person talking about this, and you're like, you know, that guy seems legit. And it's like crazy people get old. I guess that's true. And you know, sometimes they just continue their crazy into their later years. But I just like like they have like you know Romulan cloaking technology. <laughs> That's that's kind of what he was pitching. Was like that, like way easier, I think, is to bri- bribe a bunch of Saudi Arabians or whatever than it is to develop this like million dollar cloaking device. Right, right. And like create all their backstories and and whatever, and you know have these people go to flight school and to have photographic evidence of them in the airport and all that. But like, but then they they switched them out and they <laughs> Send holograms. Like, like, dude, what? <laughs> And you would have to be so precise with that hologram because it's following a missile. Like, I don't know if you I remember think. CNN on election night. Like, the holograms weren't perfect. <laughs> you know, like, uh, fucking Will I Am didn't exactly look like he could take down a fucking skyscraper. Fucking CNN. I saw a CNN headline the other day. This was like their main headline. It said, CNN stayed up all night reading Hillary Clinton's memoir. It's like you're a fucking news organization. Yeah, Someone I, should just do that. I certainly hope you did. All and right? they want so much congratulations for that. I'm so excited to listen to the audiobook of that in my car. Are you going to listen to it? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to. Well, because I listened to Bill Clinton's audiobook, and it's it's the fucking funniest shit. There's a, yeah, th- that nobody appreciated how great I was, even though I did my best. <laughs> and I, I did a couple of oopsie doozles, but... Uh, <laughs> I was still the great. I, I I was a good guy. I don't let anybody tell you otherwise. You know, it's just gonna Oopsie be doozles. And I'm just, you're just gonna be able to hear just Hillary just her fucking. I I I seething. Oh, I always loved the fact that she was just completely like flat and emotionless. Like that turned a lot of people off. But I was like, oh yeah, that's great. That's you know. Yeah, she's, you you kind of want a robot for a president. Yeah, I, I don't know. I wasn't like crazy about her. I voted for her and all that shit. But uh, yeah, well, I mean, at some point, I mean, the book, and also, I just I can't like just the uh, the the emotional experience of losing an election is like that's probably devastating if you're running for city council. But like, I cannot even imagine. Like, okay, I severely, you know, not not it's all her fault or whatever. But like, this severely fucking impacted the trajectory of human rights the economy and every other like pertinent measure of like yeah. a prominent you know like a prosperous world for generations and she just has to like well i'm uh, hiking up here in the hamptons <laughs> like remember al gore after he lost to bush for like months after that he grew a big fucking mountain man beard oh you and, got like, it went into hiding like david just... letterman like you see you, you yeah know, yeah if you have a major lifestyle change like that you got to grow the beard to go along with it yeah absolutely um so let's talk about the next theory, which I would argue is kind of unbelievable. And this is one that for a long time I thought was probably the most likely. And that is that Flight 93 was shot down. Okay. As opposed to uh, the passengers uh, knocking it out of the sky or whatever the, the movie version of the story is. Yeah. And well, so the kind of the, uh, you know, the reasoning behind it being that like, they wanted a 
feel-good story after all this went down. So they're like, oh, the passengers bravely, you know, did this. and Yeah. That was to kind of try to, like, you know, give people a little bit of civic pride or whatever. Right. And the, the reason it has always seemed believable to me is because it's what you're supposed to do. Like, after two planes have flown into buildings and there's one headed for Washington, D.C., if the government got in front of the people and said, look, we shot that third plane down, we didn't have any choice... I'd be like, yeah, you didn't have any choice. All those people were going to die no matter what. You weren't going to yeah. board the plane and save them. Is that like official policy? It, it, it's supposed to be. You're supposed to scramble fighter jets in response to terrorist attacks. Yeah. And that uh, it didn't happen on 9-11. So that's where you put the, the milk with the F-18s in there? <laughs> okay, that is not good. <laughs> and then, yeah. And they, oh, scramble, I get it. Like eggs. Oh, oh, like eggs. You know, some words have two meanings, Adam, and that can be <laughs> a lot of fun. I don't like that. They, uh, the, the Popular Mechanics actually did a really interesting article where they kind of debunked all of the different myths around the fact that these planes might have been shot down. But the, the one thing that always struck me as weird is there is video of Donald Rumsfeld giving a speech somewhere and he it's obviously just a slip of the tongue but he does say the terrorists who shot down flight 93 which that I mean that he he said it god damn it yeah well that's kind of like when uh Scott Peterson was like talking about you know uh like he was recounting the events before he killed that lady I think it was Scott Peterson I'm not good at keeping track of different murderers I have like no interest in true crime but he's like well, yeah, you know, I was, uh, I was in the RV, and then, you know, we headed out to the desert, and, and then his lawyer had to be like, well, he re- thinks of his RV as a woman, and he's named it, and he was saying we because uh, he's, he's lonely, and he just said that, uh, you know, <laughs> like, like yeah, he had to backtrack it real hard. Yeah, the, um, so there's a bunch of different things. You should, everyone should just go read this uh, popular mechanics article called Debunking the 9-11 Myths, a special report, Flight 93. Because it was, this was, I thought, one of the more believable ones for a while. There were all these witness accounts of a live low-flying jet in the area, which that turned out to be true. But, and here's the thing, Popular Mechanics looked into it. They went out and got an official comment. And what they got back was that, yes, there was a jet in the area, but it was a private jet, and it was there that it was there for completely different reasons. Donald Trump shot down Flight ninety three <laughs> with his his Lear airliner. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody that has uh, ever uh, uh, shown up too early for a doctor's appointment knows that this is false. Yeah, basically. And they they you know they looked into it, and it's the thing is they got an explanation for it. I know people, though, will argue that, well, it's not like they're going to come out and go, yeah, you got us. How did you know there was a plane in the area? Yeah. Like, that's not... If there was a plane in the area that shot down Flight 93, it's not like it would have hovered to see if it did the job. Yeah, you'd just probably break away ASAP. Yeah, you would get the fuck out of there. Yeah. And then... Well, don't they have, like, black box recordings from Flight 93? They do, but in this in this conspiracy, Connor, those were faked. Oh, uh, duh, duh. There were no... <laughs> I was like, how can you possibly <laughs> create some kind of false audio recording? That's if I, we don't have that kind of technology. <laughs> we could do it right now. Well, look, they just go to central casting for crisis actors. Uh, we need to do an episode on crisis actors at some point. I have this thing I want to do where I want to prank Infowars by pretending to be a paid protester, and then I'm I'm gonna have this like short video clip, and then as the video clip just pans out, it's just like me just you know like the, the fucking a blow up doll of Alex Jones or something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Yeah, I mean supposedly if they listen to this, they'll you know be able to see behind the ruse. But I'll I've got a mohawk now, so I'm very I could I can change my appearance very very quickly. They they don't listen to this. Yeah, I, pro- I promise you that. It's probably true. Probably not. The um, uh, so yeah, there's a bunch of things. Like there was a roving engine that people thought was uh, a weird distance away from the crash, but it actually wasn't. It was like everything about Flight 93 does seem pretty much explainable, and that I, I just thought that was interesting because at first, without looking into it much, this was always the one that I thought, yeah, maybe. But it all seems, all the everything seems to be pretty much accounted for. 
but let's talk about the Pentagon getting hit with a missile. Ooh. This one is weird. I, I put this in the... To be fair, I can imagine that uh, you know people in the federal government would want to kill Donald Rumsfeld. Well, there, one of the theories is that there was a, sca- a financial scandal happening involving a bunch of money that went missing and that the Pentagon attacks destroyed the records. So, because so you know 9-11 how you keep... was basically to cover up Pentagon office space? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Uh, Out-of-control Pentagon spending. So they took down three, four buildings and an extra airplane. Out-of-control Pentagon spending is when the geometry department at your school is over budget. Now, <laughs> you don't fly a missile into fucking Mrs. Potts. So this one is... Let, let's watch the, the first video. It's This is just raw surveillance footage. Anyone can go out and find this. Does this look like a, an airplane hitting the World Trade Center? I mean, obviously not that. Yeah, that is a say, police car. This is uh, the. I'm pretty sure it's only one story. Which is what's always been weird to me is the the angle and the the maneuvering you would have to do to make this work with a plane. Here it comes, and see that white thing that you see when it hits the building. Uh-huh. I thought was the plane, but that is actually smoke coming from the back. Okay. Well, this is this is at such a low frame rate that you didn't you didn't get the actual right. impact. And there is another video, which is this one, that has a little bit of detail to Not it. Not only has this question never been answered, but an in-depth analysis of the only footage of the impact ever released. Again, the video editing is not surprise. good enough to make me initially never. this guy. released these five frames taken from a Pentagon parking security camera. Later on, in 2006, the DOD released the entire sequence from which the five frames had been extracted. Okay. The time-lapse sequence (laughs) runs at approximately one frame per second, and it shows the moments leading up to the impact, the large explosion, and the billowing fire that ensued. Unfortunately, the video does not show the airplane in transit. All we can see in the frame preceding the explosion is what appears to be the tail of an airplane followed by a trail of white smoke. Sure. Okay. But the body yeah, of the plane remains covered by this concrete column standing in the foreground. The Department of Defense Very also convenient. released a second video taken by a different camera from the same parking lot. The second camera was actually located in the very column that obscured the view of the plane in the first video. This aerial shot of the Pentagon shows the actual location of the two cameras. The second camera faces in the same direction as the first, and it offers a clear, unobstructed view of the same field of action. By using the moment of the explosion, we can synchronize the two cameras with absolute frame-by-frame accuracy. How about you just do that and not tell us? Yeah, we, do you need to fire by up Sony Vegas? The two cameras, we <laughs> notice that the second video begins earlier than the first, while the first lasts longer than the second. Okay, good observation. The yep. comment section of about 100 frames, which are perfectly synchronized with each other. Fantastic. From the moment the police car moves on, the action proceeds in an identical manner, both in the frames preceding the explosion... We know how syncing video works, yeah, sir. ...those following the explosion. This isn't Especially video, these are the photos. Videos, ...after the explosion, we can verify how each couple of frames depicts exactly the same action by looking at the shape of the billowing smoke. Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah, yep. we got it, we got uh-huh. it. So This confirms that the two cameras were operating in perfect synchronization. Okay! Wow! wow. Oh, this well, right. Expected. After all, the two cameras were controlled by a centralized recording system called Multiplex. Bitch! Yeah, the, there's no way this is relevant to what <laughs> the point is supposed to be. There's no way. It shows a completely different action from one another. They happen to be the two frames in which the plane travels across the lawn. It's frame 23 in the relative count. Jordan. As the first video showed (laughs) the the tail and the trail of smoke, we would expect the second camera placed in this concrete column to show the entire body of the plane in the same position. Yeah. It does not. Whoa. In the corresponding frame, camera two shows only the tip of the plane entering frame from the right-hand corner. But how can the nose of the plane be behind the tail at the same moment in time? The synchronization Time travel, system stupid. allows for a maximum fluctuation he's, between the two cameras. He's flying it backwards. <laughs> of 1 of a second. Given that the plane is traveling at 750 feet per second, the maximum possible fluctuation between the two cameras would translate into a difference of a mere 25 feet in the position of the plane. A 757 is 155 feet long. 
Huh. Even calculating the perspective due to the diagonal path, this is far from sufficient to explain the large discrepancy between the two images. Well, Furthermore, well, after well. After this moment, the two videos resume their perfect synchronization, which is maintained all the way to the end. The truth is out there, Connor. I'm kind of just mad that the Pentagon didn't have more cameras. Well, that's, I think, part of this conspiracy also is that there were more surveillance cameras and that oh, they just don't the have the footage. FBI went out and rounded them all up and won't show them. Because one so of the they're things, sitting on almost 12 whole frames of high-speed video. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, one of the other things, let's, let's pull up this video. There's, one of the weirdest things about this is there's this eyewitness. Here we go. Let's listen. This is an eyewitness who says he saw the plane fly into the Pentagon. And this is from a video called 9-11 Pentagon Attack. Let's, let's Strange case of the taxi cab and light pole number one. Let's let's say the word. From Fox when let's Pentagon's say, attack. It's, really <laughs> it. it's so quiet. And uh, he, he never said a word. He helped me get the pole out. The pole happened to be bent. When, it, when, when we, we pulled the pole out and the pole was bent. So what this guy is saying is he saw the plane fly and hit the Pentagon, and that it knocked over a light pole, which then flew into his car. Mm -hmm. And when he's talking about the, the man who didn't say anything, it's a apparently an eyewitness who came by, helped him get this pole out of his car, and then moved on, because and, and what else is there to see? Took me down to the ground. I fell d down on my back, but I held the pole up and uh, laid the pole down. And uh, he got in his van and, and went on down the road. This would mean that a 90-ton Boeing traveling 530 miles per hour, factored with the kinetic energy of the cab traveling about 40 miles per hour in the opposite direction. So we're simulating this would on surely cause at least Goldeneye on N64? <laughs> I do think this was a good was point. It's a large Yeah, the large piece that was sticking out across the hood. Wow. The pole came right on through to the back seat. If anybody had been sitting in the back, sitting in the front on the right side, the pole would have went to him. Sure. And it, and it actually was laying on your hood then? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But there are no scratches on the hood. Right. How does that happen? Whoa, so that... Fuck. That's weird. The, the sheer weight and length of the pole, in context with the physics of the scenario described by Lloyd, when compared with the total lack of damage to the hood of the cab, reveals a situation that is beyond implausible. Like, there is no damage on that hood. I think a lot of the reason that that other guy that helped him with the pole didn't come forward is because he was like, man, if I do this, I'm going to have to talk to Alex Jones for the next 30 years <laughs> of my life. Was Alex Jones a thing by 9-11? Oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, just, it was just very low rent. He's been doing it since, like, the early 90s, I think. Damn. Since right around the time Bill Hicks died. Oh, hey. Weird, huh? Shout out to the next episode. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah we, nice. we talk about Bill Hicks at one point. Uh, so, yeah, this, the other thing about this theory is there are a lot of witnesses who say they saw the plane coming from one direction. And then there's just kind of this guy who says he saw it coming from the other direction. Yeah, and this guy's a cab driver, and cab drivers just keep a, 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 a sleep schedule similar to mine, you know, which yeah. is not good for, for being a reliable witness. And I don't, I, I really don't understand the, I mean, none of this necessarily means the Pentagon was hit with a missile, yeah. but that cab driver's story is weird. And uh, here is, you can also find this on YouTube, a, a compilation of news reports. If this hasn't been auto-tuned, I don't want to watch it. Yeah, we, we need to get someone on that. It is from a DVD available at the website. Ah, just joking. I'm not going to say the name of the website. 9-11 video clips Dan Rather would rather not show you. No, oh, it, it, oh I love, title. I love, I love that this video, let's rewind it just a little, is clearly recorded over an old episode of MASH, which you see very briefly. In the oh, real? Oh, real? That's Here amazing. It comes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck MASH. 9-11's happening. That's the bomb. You know, wait, pause it, pause it, pause it. Pause it. Sorry. You know this guy was like, well, he sees the first plane hit, and he's like, 
Oh, man. I mean, wow, these news, they might have a slip of the tongue. I should hold on to this. Let me grab a VHS. And he looks up and he's like, oh, it's the finale. I, <laughs> oh, I, I get drunk and watch this like once a month. Ah, fuck. Okay. God damn it. He shoves it in. He's like, you better fuck up, rather. So this is this is one video that I think has circulated a lot. It's from a, a, a Fox News clip right after the second uh, plane hits. And it's just a reporter talking to someone in the street. Second plane. It was a bomb. Bomb in another building, not second plane. That was a bomb. Right. Who said the second plane? That's what we're told. The second plane. No, we saw it on television. Everything. All right. Well, thanks a lot. Check, uh, this is that guy says it's a bomb. Yeah. Okay, we're going a little over on that clip, aren't we? Idea of how much of the plane actually impacted the building. You know, it, it, it might have appeared that way, but from my close-up inspection, uh, there's no evidence of a plane having crashed anywhere near the Pentagon. The only site uh, is the actual uh, site of the building that's crashed in, and as I said, the only pieces left uh, that you can see are, are small enough that you could pick up in your hand. Uh, there are no large uh, tail sections, wing sections, uh, a fuselage, nothing like that anywhere around, which would indicate that the entire plane crashed into the side of the Pentagon uh, and then That's caused weird. the side to collapse. Now, even though if mm. you look at the pictures of the Pentagon, you see uh, that the floors have all collapsed. That didn't happen immediately. Uh, it wasn't until a, almost about 45 minutes later uh, that the structure was weakened enough that all of the floors collapsed. Well, planes are covered Jeff, with like a lot. It's a United Airlines plane. Uh, it's believed to be uh, at, at that site outside Pittsburgh, isn't it? All right. That's exactly Good right. enough. So, yeah, that's... See, the, the fact that there's no big plane chunks, I mean, the, how fast is traveling, how much heat there is from the jet fuel explosion, like, I don't, I mean, that isn't really a nail in the coffin. I mean, also, anything that has any kind of, like, real uh, structural sturdiness is going to be deep within the building at that point, you know, yeah. after the collision, so. What's weird about that to me is, have you ever seen the Loose Change documentary? Which is no. uh, super duper bullshit. Like, yeah, the guy yeah, yeah. started doing it as a parody and, like. And People. then he just kind of got freaked out and convinced himself. Like, yeah, it was like something I did, like that. Like I did with the Berenstein Bears thing that one <laughs> that one night. No, this is this is almost exactly like those Oklahoma City videos. Yeah, where eyewitness testimony. I mean, it's a time like this when everyone is freaking out and traumatized, and like you know, you you don't know how to fucking process what you just saw. Like you know, the the human brain is probably is was not evolved to see an episode of Rick and Morty. You know, yeah. much less see a fucking thousand people die after a plane hits a billion so i mean all that shit i mean it's weird but i don't think it's complete the the reason i brought up loose change is there's a a scene right near the beginning where he shows the impact site of the the pentagon and he also says there's no plane parts or anything around uh why not Mm -hmm. but the way that was eventually debunked is uh the actual photo he was using was released and he was using a cropped version, and when <laughs> it wasn't cropped, you did see a bunch of plane parts laying around. Yeah. Uh, but they were also, I mean, I guess I don't know what that last guy's angle was who was talking on the video, but they seemed big enough that people would have seen them. Mm-hmm. Like that, let me. Well, you also got to remember these people are on the ground, you know? Right. At the time, and then. They just don't see. Hopefully, someone just did a side by side. Yeah, fuck it. I can't find it. But there's a there's a image in Loose Change where he shows the Pentagon and it shows there's no wreckage, and then someone later released an image showing there was wreckage. So, like, why wouldn't people have been able to see it who were there that day? I guess is my only quest. But who knows? So that's why I call that one a maybe. And I, also yeah. the the flight pattern you would have to take to make that to to do that without knocking over like there was one light pole that got knocked over like you're flying over traffic in a well yeah but I mean the the field of uh, where light poles are you know that's a that's a range of twenty feet you know yeah and then you're you're making a descent trying to hit the Pentagon so I mean you're 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 not in GTA just trying to clip light poles you know <laughs> like that is I mean I would be. I, I would be... Well, I guess at that, well, at that point, I mean, you might fuck up your whole mission. Well, yeah, but 
least you clip those light poles. If you play Terrorism Simulator every night like I do, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, that, that, well, you're you're gonna you're gonna want to come in at an angle where there's you know m- minimal fucking chance of you just getting knocked haywire. So yeah, uh, I thought I had one more in here. Oh yeah, I don't know where the the heading went. Oh, there it is. Controlled demolition. Let's talk about that. Yeah, this is uh, the big one. Yeah, this is this is. I have this as probably really well. the The video is weird. Like the there is, I mean, not the video, but there there are several videos. In the the explosions do look strange. Like they they do. No matter what else you do or don't believe, those explosions do look like controlled demolitions. Well, we don't have a lot of plane impacts to compare them to. Right. I mean, on this scale, we don't really have any. Yeah, I guess it would be a matter of the, you know, the top part crashing down into the... I was sure this guy had a bitchin' ponytail at first, but it's just a shadow. And I wasn't at all surprised that he had a ponytail. They don't fall All right, straight down. you wanted auto tuning. Greatest resistance. <laughs> Here Buildings we go, Connor. Tend to fall over. Yes, this is the Tron soundtrack <laughs> that Daft Punk did. This is a controlled demolition. Typically, a tall building like this is demolished by placing thousands of cutter charges throughout the columns and beams, detonating them in a very precise order. This is a controlled demolition. Synchronistically timed floor by floor, detonating them in a very precise order. This is a We should have taken ecstasy for this video. Synchronistically timed that would have been a bad move. Ah. Well, I'm grinding my teeth and uh, this, the, the government so the probably killed us, but uh, I'm happy about it. Oh, it's, it's from E-Bomb's this World, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> so the result is an implosion. See, that, that's the 9-11. This is a because you do see in the 9-11 explosion, or the, the 9-11 collapse, you do this see those little explosions this is what a high like that building like just showed. With like you see I mean, those you, happen is, is that first. not just the this dust from... You know these, yeah, these I mean, points it, breaking. Could be the, the yeah, it could be those, just those points this collapsing. But demolition. well, they've never a demolished a building demolition. as big as the World Trade Center. I can't do this floor. anymore. This is a controlled <laughs> demolition. So oh, there's the Building Seven. Is this is a controlled demolition. This, this is, is a, a controlled like demolition. demolition. Yeah, this is like. This is a all right, all right. Okay, if we finish right, this buddy. video, I'm gonna shoot somebody when Tone shows me the Ace of Spades. Like, I, <laughs> the editing was very upsetting. Well, it's just a problem of a lack of data points. I feel like it's like we don't buildings as big as the World Trade Center don't get demolished to put something else there because it's too expensive. They're already making money in terms of people renting them out and stuff. So yeah, I mean, we have a lot of videos of. 12-story buildings being demolished, but I don't know how many fucking stories World Trail. It's probably at least, it's like 100 or 80 at least, you know? it's Yeah, it was a lot. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want, not to be controversial, but it was a lot. It was, a lot, it was pretty tall. A lot of people died, too. It, that felt like a lot to me. It was up there. It yeah. was up, it, 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 vertically, the, the I, death I totally. I guessed the exact number on a podcast once, and I was so impressed with myself. I recently guessed exactly how many episodes of Speed Racer they were, despite not really knowing that much about Speed nice. Racer. Are there also 2,996? <laughs> no, there's 52. I was talking to my dad, and I was ah. like, they even made, what do they make? Maybe fifty-two episodes of Speed Racer. He's like, probably something like that. And I looked it up and I was like, fifty-two. <laughs> That's pretty great. But yeah, I just feel like you know the plane impacts that weakens the floors above it as those start you know falling and collapsing, and the weight is like the way buildings are made. Like weight has to be distributed evenly, and then you know the fact that there's a big fucking plane-shaped hole means that a lot of it is going to be spread out over other other points, which. You know, weaken and crumble and melt, and then they, yeah. as they kind of fall down on top of each other, and it's it's like the it's just none of it is the, enough the, for me to think that this is the thing about this too is it's the part that would almost require. I mean, aside from all of it, this is the part that would require a lot of conspiring on the parts of a lot of different people because yeah. you have to go in and set those. Like you can't just. Someone, someone told me, and I saw this, it was one of those like 
today I learned on Reddit was like, uh, uh this is a pretty brutal burp. Uh, this is a good this is a good conspiracy show because one of us is a uh, burping protein shakes and the other one is smoking weed. <laughs> so that's like perfect. Yeah, uh, and it, the the person burping protein shakes is the one with the mohawk. Yeah, would you believe again, that? again? Perfect. Yeah. If you're a Dragon Ball Z fan, I look like a skinny fat raccoon right now. <laughs> Just uh, f- funny to probably for you. But I, I I saw like the World Trade Centers were like closed for like electrical work the day before, you know, and like no one could find these electrical work. So I, I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. It would... Again, I'm afraid to be a 9-11 guy, Adam. Yeah, and, and people are like, uh, well, you would have to send people in there, and people would notice that there were so many people in the World Trade Center every single day Oh yeah, that I don't know that people would have necessarily noticed workers coming in and out. Oh, they would have been like, oh, it's going to be another goddamn candid camera thing where they make the bath, they put a crocodile in the bathroom yeah. or whatever, you know. And uh, I read one of the things I read researching this. One of the theories is that they used thermite but put it in paint, which apparently is a thing you can do. Oh, shit. You can you can uh, paint with thermite and then detonate that. But I don't know all the science and logistics behind that or even if it's actually possible. But that's one I of mean, the that theories. Sounds like a, like a cool thing to like make in the backyard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like not I, for terrorism, NSA, just to, you know, like paint a. A yeah. shed and then make a shed fire. Yeah, I don't know how you detonate it from there, but hopefully it'll come out in the night. Flaming arrow seems the, like the only way. <laughs> it's probably that, or flaming airplane. That, yeah, that would do. That would do the trick. That's a that's a, just an airplane that's going to uh, Cancun. <laughs> it's a gay airplane. Uh, one, guys. One one fun factoid about this before we move on to the last thing: the president of Iran. Ahmadinejad has actually come out. He holds a PhD in transportation engineering and planning, for what that's worth. And hmm. he says two planes hitting the World Trade Center would not have been enough to bring it down. And after he said that, Al Qaeda reached out and said, "Hey, please stop saying that." <laughs> I love that. You like, got to cease and desist from Al Qaeda. I don't know what to make of that. Because that, like, is that them saying, I don't get, I don't get it, I don't get it. Someone told me about Al-Qaeda and and, uh, and 9-11, like, them doing that was kind of like the moon landing for them. Like, it proved that it was possible, you know, <laughs> it just gave them a lot of hope that, like, oh, yeah. we, can, we can really get to the Western world, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, I just, I thought that was a funny, <sighs> funny wrinkle. Yeah, that that is fucking bizarre and hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I always sometimes wonder if there's something to how much everyone else in the Middle East hates that guy. Oh, Mahmoud Ahmadinejad. Yeah, yeah. And if it's not, maybe like you never know with us in the Middle East and like whether we're really on the right side of some of these conflicts. Yeah. And he might be the the good guy over there. By virtue of the fact that everyone hates them, that might be a good sign. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so weird because Iran. And that's I, why we'll be at war with them. Like so. when you hang, I've hung out with like a bunch of Iranian people, and like you know, like from like from over there, and it's very bizarre that that all the the you know there's all that fucked up shit going on with them, and because the people are so nice, like and, and they're so just friendly, and it's just like there's no kind of like bitterness or like weirdness. They're just like so friendly, and I'm just just odd. I don't know. Like this guy, yeah. I just I don't know how he stays in power. And I read somewhere, is this true still? I read somewhere that Iran is like one of the best or easiest places to get like sex change operations. What? And shit. That's weird. Iran sex change documentary. I'm feeling good about my claims. (laughs) The Google suggested search results are transsexuality in Iran. Oh, you visited this page 500 times. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It's a thing. Look it up. Yeah. It could be the exact opposite. Maybe it's it's very, very... Oh, yeah. Uh, be Like Others. There's a documentary from 2008, and it uh, deals with I- the Iranian government and transsexuals in Iran. And it's uh, that's something I, I should look into for another podcast. That'd be fun. Oh, yeah, you should watch this documentary. Oh, there's uh, a BBC article that says the gay people pushed to change their gender. Ah, 
Maybe that's what it is. I, I also saw today the BBC let Ali G write a thing about the hurricane. <laughs> what? And it, I was like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> that's insane. All right, let's get to the last thing, which... Uh, Maybe making the news of business was a bad idea. <laughs> uh, the, the last conspiracy that I have marked as almost definitely Saudi intelligence agents met with the 9-11 hijackers. Because here's the thing. This was a rumor forever after 9-11, and it became even more of a rumor because there were 28 pages of the official 9-11 report that were redacted. And the rumor was that those 28 pages included uh, testimony and evidence about a Saudi intelligence official meeting with two of the 9-11 hijackers and planners in Los Angeles not long before 9-11 happened. And it was always the rumor, and then those redacted pages were finally released, and they were still very heavily classified, but they were released. And sure enough, they that's exactly what was in them, was this all these details about this Saudi intelligence official who came to the United States or was in the United States, met with two of the hijackers, lived with them in San Diego for a while. Oh, Jesus. And San he, Diego. And his ex, his excuse or explanation was uh, something like, yeah, I mean, I met these guys, but we just met at the airport and hit it off. And so we decided to... You know, move in together. Combine yeah. our resources and move in together. I was just helping them out. And it's like, probably not. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the people planning like huge acts of domestic terrorism aren't fucking usually the most friendly. Like, you're, you're not, they're not the, the, the type to chat you up in the line at Panera. Yeah. And if this was not long before 9 11 happened, the Saudi government probably knew they were planning this. Yeah. Like you, there's there's no way they wouldn't. The Saudi government actually just gave Trump a bunch of swords and paintings of himself, so I don't expect any kind of repercussions for that. Well, yeah, I mean, no. Didn't one... they have that lawsuit that allowed people to sue the Saudi Arabi- Arabian government? And Obama blocked it. He he vetoed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that it got overridden, and he just thought it set a dangerous precedent. Right. It it set a dangerous precedent in that there are ally, like a yeah. a, a severe ally in the Middle East and we need their support. So like but I, I think it's pretty clear that even if it nine eleven wasn't an officially sanctioned act of the Saudi government, that's the country we should have been focusing our efforts on after nine eleven as opposed to Iraq and Afghanistan. Yeah. Like most of the hijackers were Saudis. And in that case I heard this this argument came up a bunch when we did go to war. 9-11 and dealing with it should have been a police action. It should have been a uh, Munich kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Well, the fact that we, we that the, the, when we declared war was like that declaration of war is still being used today because the, by virtue of the way the Constitution works and related to all this, you're, if there's a power that's associated with that power, you're allowed to also make you know, action against them, and they've just spread it out, and they've basically been been using it, you know, right. for, for everything else. And there's always Jeff Flake and Tim Kaine, I think, just co-sponsored a bill to have as, like, a sunset resolution where, like, wars have to be renewed every, like, six years or something like that, because we've just been skating by the same one. So Congress basically has no power other than, like, you know, they, they remember when they were trying to stop the, the war in Iraq with the power of the purse, where they're just like, well, we're just going to cut the military budget, and then they're like, oh, you guys hate the troops, and then yeah. they're like, oh, fuck, okay, I guess we can't do that. You know, yeah. so it, it really was, should have been. But then, you know, they had the the whole fucking aluminum tubes shit and uh, Colin Powell's like speech to uh, the United Nations. And everyone was just like, OK, well, fuck you, America. You guys. Yeah. 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 It, it's it, it was uh... the, the way uh, the way NATO treats America is kind of like this. They, they just found a smart girl to do most of the school project. <laughs> and they're like, well, let's be honest. If we don't, you're still going to go, you know, kill all the Afghanis anyway. So <laughs> eh, we'll just probably hang out here and. Enjoy our freedom fries. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, so yeah, that one, I with conspiracy theories, I feel like once there's a document like that that's an official government thing, yeah, it's pretty much not a conspiracy theory anymore. Like, government surveillance of John Lennon 
Like that's that's a thing we confirmed. You know that the government was infiltrating all of these groups and following all of these famous people and political figures in the seventies. We find out that is true eventually because official documents come out, and this is kind of the same thing. Yeah, that's why this is, I think, the most believable nine eleven theory is that the Saudi uh, Saudi Arabia was obviously somehow involved. Yep. <sighs> the world is uh, fucking scary. world is a vampire. I would really rather that the hologram planes were real than that one, by the way. Yeah, that, that, the hologram planes, because then the possibilities are endless. Like, yeah. Then we might see hologram aliens at some point, and I'll take that, too. I think, that would, I think honestly, that would be a great way to, to fix the problems of the world, is make hologram aliens to unite us against a common foe. That's that that is actually a theory. Oh, oh really? Uh hologram aliens and then there's also a like one of the antichrist theories is that when the antichrist finally announces his presence, he'll do it by way of a projection in the sky that you can see around the world. So it's going to be like some kind of like devil batman. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Which at that point, I'm going to be like... Commissioner Gorgoroth. Yeah, I might be scared at first, but I feel like that might end in a slow clap, because that's going to be pretty fucking impressive. I mean, yeah, that's, this is, that's one for 4chan, is just convince everyone <laughs> the Antichrist is back. <laughs> All right, Justin Bieber's playing in North Korea, and uh, yeah, the, the rivers are running red with blood. <laughs> Good job, Anonymous. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. What do we have to plug? Uh, there's a... Uh, you're going to be on the next Unpops live show, September 20th. Yeah, baby. At the Alex Theater in Glendale. That's such a great fucking lineup. How, mu- how much does that cost? It's got to be pretty expensive. It is free, Connor. What? 7.30 p.m. Uh, doors open. Show starts at 8. It's free. It's at the Alex Theater in Glendale. If you go to eventbrite.com and search for Unpops, you can reserve a spot. Connor will be there. Lori Kilmartin is headlining. Oh, man. She was way funnier than me. Come for Lori Kilmartin. She's way funnier than everybody. She's fantastic, yeah. Uh, Greg Edwards is on it. Uh, Josh, Denny, Connor, me. Uh, There's someone I'm forgetting. Yeah. Maybe. I hope they're below me because I'm pretty much on the bottom rung of that comedy (laughs) totem pole. I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't do Thug Notes or get a Food Channel show. (laughs) Thug Notes is pretty great. Shout out to Greg Edwards. All right. uh, What do you have to plug? Uh, well, uh, 9-11, we did a very special 9-11 Mean Boys with Steve Ranazizi. <laughs> we take this holiday seriously, everybody. Yep, I'm jetting over to my house to record it right now. <laughs> uh, we didn't exactly tell Steve it was coming out on 9-11, but I think he probably gathered through contest Well, even clues. if he doesn't show up, you can still do it with him. Oh, we'll just, just say he's there. <laughs> I'll just be the Steve Ranazizi sound. We should have had. He's at. Yeah, Steve Ranazizi has been on this podcast the whole time. Also, uh, hey guys, uh, I was on the league. I don't even know what he sounds like well enough. To, you can't, you can't, he's not an impersonatable person. All right, say goodbye, Adam. Goodbye, Connor. Uh, I forget how this part goes, but goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, everybody. We love you.